standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus, and we're back. It is episode 397, coming to you on Monday the 17th. And let me just tell you, I took Friday off. I had two Fridays off in a row now, one legitimate and one, well, let's just say uh, life kind of got the best of me and I just needed some downtime. And and I got to be honest, some of it had to do with some of the events that were coming out of Austin. Very disappointing to say the least if there's truth behind it. But we will address that later in the week. For today, today is going to be all about McKinney and the elections. Okay, I'm certain that I'm not going to tell you anything earth-shattering or anything highly unusual because I've already touched base on multiple issues related to this. Okay, so first things first. There are a number of school districts that overlap in the city of McKinney. Some of them have elections now, some previously had elections, and some will have elections coming up. To my knowledge, the big three are McKinney ISD, Frisco ISD, and Prosper ISD. They all have uh, segments of our city that they provide service to in their school district. Now, you can go look and find out all this information online and on your social media or whatever else suits your purposes, but I feel like I owe you a direct recommendation. Okay, for those of you out in Prosper, I'm sure you've got multiple races with multiple candidates, and honestly, I don't know enough about any of them that I'm willing to endorse any of them. With the exception of one person, that's Jim Herblin. Yep, Jim Herblin, the guy that ran for HD61 last go-round, he decided, uh, my interpretation of events, I have not spoken to him personally at this, but we have a cordial relationship, and he decided that what was going on in the school district was far too important to continue to ignore it and be on the outside looking in. So he threw his hat in the ring and put his money where his mouth is, and he is running for school board and prosper. Now, I realize that he may not be your personal cup of tea, but I got to tell you, very few people I know have the background that matches Jim Herblin. If he wants to serve on the school board, he's already done it once before. He's got a solid track record. Nobody doubts his conservative credentials and his work ethic. So if you're in Prosper and you don't already have a solid candidate that you prefer, I would strongly suggest and recommend that you check out Jim Herblin. He has my endorsement. Will he earn yours? Next, Frisco ISD. Okay, so this is one of those dicey situations that I referenced it earlier. However, as events sometimes play out, people reveal to you who they are by their actions, by the, who they choose to spend their time with, how they choose to run for office. Now, early on, I said, hey, you know what? This Mark Reed guy, he comes with some pretty solid credentials. I don't know him, but I know several other people that think quite highly of him. They uh, say that he's a bona fide conservative, and generally that's good enough for me. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt. The other candidate was Susan Kershaw. Now, I don't know Susan. I have met her on occasion. Uh, She has what I will call the... uh, nursing mulligan. What do I mean by that? Well, see, I'm married to a nurse. My wife's been a nurse for hmm, 28 years now, 
I think that's right. I've almost been married to her for 30 years. And every nurse I've ever met generally has what uh, my wife would refer to as EI, right? Emotional intelligence, as well as IQ. They're very adept and very intelligent. And quite frankly, they pay attention to details that blur my eyes. And I don't mean that in any way, shape or form to be disrespectful. Uh, They have a whole lot more patience in general than I do. So when I meet somebody that comes from nursing and they tell me they want to do X, Y, or Z, my default answer is go for it. And then I start asking questions like, do we align on these issues? Do we, you know, are we on the same page here? But, uh, you know, somebody that's worked in any kind of ICU or OR, man, I, I am, I'm not going to doubt their ability ever. And I would encourage you not to make that mistake. That being said, so as times played out, uh, Mr. Hill has decided that it was far more important that he play nice with the uh, municipal boys and uh, stay friendly and, and he may win their election and that may just happen. But I guess at this point for the mm, principled portion of my voting <laughs> record here, I say that I think that Susan Kershaw is the better choice. I'm not going to say Mark Hill's a bad choice. I'm not going to say anything against Mark Hill. I am going to say that based upon my conversations with the two other elected members of that school board that I trust and pretty much every other vetting community in Cowlin County that's had a say on this, it's been decidedly for Susan Kershaw. So if you don't know who that is, if you're not sure, I strongly recommend you look into it and make your own decision. And I got to be honest, I think either way we go on that race, we're going to be just fine. Mark Hill might not be my cup of tea as a Republicans go, but honestly, as long as he's not Mitt Romney, I think we're going to be just fine. All right, onward. Uh, Reed Bond, yes, that would be Mr. Bond, is running against, well, an incumbent. And Strangely enough, the same people that are super happy to have Mark Hill running are all behind this other person. Uh, I will only say that I know she is a known Democrat and she's been going along with the party line and from what I understand was conspiring to not allow other people to be heard and to, quite frankly, shut down conversations. That's my interpretation of events. You can take of it or think of it what you want and take what you want from that conversation. I am all about having open conversation, debate, discussion. So if you are happy with the status quo in Frisco, you might as well go vote for the incumbent. But if you're not, if you, if you think just maybe things could be better, I know that Stephanie and Marvin would appreciate Mr. Bond joining them on the race. That being said, (laughs) there are also a few more races. That's right. McKinney ISD. For those of you that forgot, yes, we have McKinney ISD in play. So, uh, 
It's been a challenging election season. Uh, got a whole lot of people casting dispersions and accusations both ways, including the aforementioned previously multiple times mayor of McKinney, who feels that he should run not only the city, but the neighboring school districts. Yay! <laughs> well, in McKinney ISD, we have got uh, a one-man gang going on right now. His name is Chad Green. Chad has specifically asked for help. He got it in the form of three individuals that decided to run and one bonus individual. So I'm going to tell you right here, right now, that uh, Brit- Brittany Hendrick- Hendrickson, excuse me, Brittany in place four, hands down the better choice from those that I trust. Same thing, place five, Rachel Elliott. I would love nothing more for the uh, two long-term incumbents to be sent to a retirement home. I mean, no disrespect to either one of them, but I don't see where they've done anything that's been helpful in the last several years. And quite frankly, for the... uh, hmm. How shall I put it politely? Somebody that's been there for 30 years and hasn't done anything of any significance in over 20 probably ought to hang up their boots. And for those of you that know what's going on in California, they've got a senator that's basically doing the same thing. Look, you can do early things in your term and make a difference. And quite frankly, you can earn your uh, keep at that point. But after 30 years in, enough's enough. You need to retire. And as far as the other one, the current board president who has done nothing but dismiss claims, dismiss concerns, shut down discussion, shut down debate, uh, arbitrarily follow rules, arbitrarily create and enforce other rules, and quite frankly has been not all that helpful in improving McKinney ISD. She needs to retire as well. Now, at large, (sighs) This is another one of those races where, again, we had two viable candidates that wanted to both run at the same time. Hmm. So I have not endorsed either one. I'm going to recommend both of them. One might better fit your bill, but what I will tell you specifically is Stephanie O'Dell needs to go away. This person is not deserving of another term. Unfortunately, because of the way things are stacked up, she might escape and get another term. I mean, after all, she only needs 33 plus one, 33% plus one vote, and she gets to keep her job. Now, Serena Ashcroft uh, and uh, Jim Westerheide, both good people. I mean, politically speaking, they're both good people. And both would be a market improvement over Stephanie O'Dell. And I know that there are a lot of people that are not happy that I haven't chosen a side here. There's a reason for it because I don't have time to be fighting with people that are on my team. I don't have time to be waging a battle for an incremental difference between one and another. I think they're both decent, good candidates. I think we would be much better off with either one of them. But here's the problem. We spent so much time fighting against each other in this race, these two uh, factions, if you will, that they've potentially ensured, one, we can't have a majority, and two, that the hmm, second or third most incompetent member of that board gets to keep their job. 
That's really scary to me. That you couldn't put aside your ego to endorse the other. But look, everybody's got an ego. Everybody's got skin in the game. Everybody knows that Jim has been basically campaigning for the better part of a year. And well, Serena ran two two or uh, two years ago, previous term, and she wanted to give it another go. I can't fault her for that. I, I can't get mad. But boy, we're working against ourselves again. So in either case, whichever side of this equation you fall down on, Serena or Jim, go vote for them. Please, I beg of you, go out and vote for one of them. Miss Odell needs to go on the scrap heap of history. All right. Now, last big race. Are we following along? Yes, that's Collin County College Board, right? For those of you that are not aware, we have the... um, Collin College, right? It used to be known as Collin County Community College. Now it's just Collin College. We have a slim majority on this board. That's four to three. Two of the incumbents are back for re-election. That is Fred Moses and Jay Sod. Uh, I know both of them. I wouldn't say we're good friends, but I know both of them. And I feel confident they'll continue to do a good job. Do a good job. Excuse me. And I'm looking forward to having a sit-down chat with uh, Jay between now and the election. Uh, shoot the breeze and talk about what he's been doing on that college board. I think it'll be fun. All right. Last position is place three. So we have a chance to uh, send, <laughs> I guess the polite way to be putting it is progressive Democrat back into the private sector. Assume, well, no, we're, just, we're going to retire her. That, that's my intention. We have recruited Kathy Alexander. She has a impeccable track record and has done a, norm, a number of really important things with other colleges. And we are blessed and lucky to have her in Collin County. And blessed and I'm enthusiastic about the fact that she threw her hat in the ring. There wasn't one other lady that I thought maybe just maybe was going to do it, but she decided to stick the Plano. I respect that. But this is uber important. We got to get Kathy Alexander across the finish line. Now she's been partnering a lot with Jay, and Fred's you know happy to have her too. So if we can get all three of these people across the finish line in Collin County, we will reinforce the majority we have on that college board, and it's very important. Collin College has got a focused, targeted um, job. To ensure that one, people that go to college later in life have an onboard that they can utilize. Two, to give an affordable baseline education to those people that want to go beyond their high school education, but maybe they're not looking to get a four-year degree. And three, they offer different kind of technology and secondary level uh, training on many, um, I guess... Uh, skilled jobs. There's the word I wanted to use, right? If you want to learn how to be a uh, better functioning in the uh, daily life of engineering, plumbing, you know, that kind of thing, electrical work, they offer those courses. And they're partnered actually with with Allen ISD right now to ensure that we have another generation of skilled tradesmen that come up. We're very uh, fortunate that we've chosen to invest at this time because let me tell you, that stuff's not going to get any cheaper. All right. 
I got to admit, I've been a little bit scattered, but we've covered Prosper, Frisco, McKinney, the college board. All right. Uh, last thing. Or actually two last things. In the city of McKinney, we have an opportunity to have at least one individual that's not afraid to question the status quo. Tom Meredith, after uh, enduring the mayoral race two years ago, stepped up to the plate one more time. Give it another shot. 